Well, hey there. I'm so glad you made it. Today on Gritty Mystic, we're talking about what it takes to tee up your next personal breakthrough. So come on, let's get a cup of something good and do this. Welcome to Gritty Mystic, the podcast for the daring and ready to awaken the power to master and direct your life, or as I like to call it, becoming fucking unstoppable. I'm your host, Tracy King, intuitive channel and transformational teacher, here to connect you with tips, tools, and techniques to step into your power as the most authentic you. Let's get into it. Hello, lovelies. I'm excited to hang out with you today. This month, I've been thinking a lot about creating supportive structures to help me gain traction and really maximize my momentum this year. Without supportive structure, it's really easy for me to slide back into what I lovingly call chill time, like TV binging and social media scrolling, you know, essentially brain off couch time, disconnecting from the chronic stress that is life right now. (laughs) But don't get me wrong. I mean, there's definitely room for entertainment. I love a good Netflix binge as much as the next mystic. But I was recently spanked awake by this quote by Alan Lakin, time equals life. Therefore, waste your time, waste your life, or master your time and master your life. Ah, I know, Alan, but geez. (laughs) In panorama land, in a global pina colada, in this highly contagious panini, you need to take care of yourself and your energy. It's just really hard to tap into the capability to crush it hard all the time right now when some days it's putting on pants or dragging a brush through your hair is an accomplishment. I get it. I have high-functioning days and then days when opening email feels overwhelming. So I'm not open here taking your toys today. <laughs> I'm suggesting slow, steady, sustained when you can effort in the direction of what you most value and cherish in the direction of your becoming. And that looks like asking two questions. The first is, what do I need to begin or return to doing to make sure I'm at least faced in the right direction so that when I do have energy to take steps, there'll be an alignment with where I want to go. And that second question is, What do I need to release, to get rid of, to stop doing that's fucking up my shit, that's distracting me, that's pulling me off course? And like I said right now, my focus is just on how that's expressed through the structure of my day. I mean, we're not getting fancy here. (laughs) I'm just shining the light of my attention on two key timeframes of the day right now, my first thing in the morning routine, just really sharpening that up, and what to do when my energy tanks mid-afternoon in that slump time. It's a mm, tricky time of day. So my plan is in place now, and now I play. I experiment. I take note of what shifts and observe what's not shifting. And the key ingredient in all of this is to realize perfection is not possible. Uh, Yeah, you heard me right. (laughs) Perfection is not the goal because it's not possible, my friend. Because once you get where you thought you were going, you're going to have a new vision of what you want to see happen next. It's an evolution, not a, a perfection model of reality creation that we're in here. We're here for the creativity, the play, the discovery, the becoming. And when you get your plan in place and you start to play within it, 
new data naturally emerges. Something works better than something else. Someone suggests something new you want to try, or you crack open a realization about yourself, about a relationship, about what you truly want, about what you truly do not want. And all of this informs your structure. It informs your path. It informs your next step. It informs your expression. So my challenge to you is plan and play to create structure and then be in flow, to be your own observer and hear the wisdom of your experience guide your next step. If you feel stuck, don't grind. Give yourself grace. If you feel curious, follow that urge and see what's there for you. If you feel even a modicum of progress, celebrate that and acknowledge how far you've come at your perfect ass pace. What I'm describing to you is the align allow process in your becoming, in embodying more of your divine self. We select and engage in practices and structures that are in alignment with the journey we desire to take. And that will help us stay focused on our heading. We align. And we also embrace ways to release resistance around the more that we want, um, that we wish to call into our life, and at the same time release the, the habits and things in our life that we know trip us up. We allow our being to blossom. And this align-allow process, it can be as mundane as putting some thought into the structure of your days, or it can be as mystical as tapping into your broader perspective and seeing the world through those eyes. It's multidimensional because you are multidimensional. But Tracy King, you say, what if I don't know what's tripping me up? I keep returning to the same place, the same trigger, the same unhealed something, but I can't seem to move it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love this question. Love it. So over the next several episodes, we're going to explore ways to go deeper, to get clearer, and to consider some options to move that stuckness. See what feels aligned for you in these episodes and what you feel curious about that you might want to explore some more. What do we do when the thing that's keeping us anchored is unconscious? Something that we've, we've buried so deep, we don't even recognize the source of it when it trips our wires. Something that kicked off that negative storytelling that reprises every time we're leaning into being the most authentic and powerful you, that gives you pause. You know there's something there, but it feels elusive. Well, the good news is I've got a friend here who practices a modality that lovingly reveals what's aching to be healed. So let's catch up with her now and take this to the table. Today at the table, we've got Jennifer Hooper, certified life coach who helps her clients uncover and release the unconscious and emotional scars that are keeping them from living the lives they deserve. Welcome. Thank you so much for joining me today. Hi, Tracy. I'm so excited to be here. I love your podcast. <laughs> oh, this is going to be so good. I'm so excited. <laughs> so we've been talking about how negative storytelling and emotions are often rooted in past experiences and sometimes memories that we don't even consciously attribute to that rumination or that feeling can be tripping us up. So I'm really excited to be talking with you about this and about how timeline therapy can help us identify and clear these trip wires in our life. But first, I really want to start with your story, with your journey of healing and now coaching others to help them heal. 
Oh, thanks. Yeah, I would say my coaching journey started way before I even knew I wanted to be a coach. I had a year in my life that was really rough. It was a really rough year. At the time, I thought I was having a great life. I was married. I had two kids. I loved my home. I was homeschooling my children. But then two things happened. One, my father was diagnosed with the most aggressive form of brain cancer that is out there. And two, my husband came home and told me he wanted a divorce. And both of those things rocked my world. And they both were happening at the same time. So yeah, it was rough. And, you know, it led to a cascade of other unsavory events, we could say. Um, I ended up getting divorced. I lost my home. I mean, I got it in the divorce decree, but I couldn't afford to live there on my own. And this was my beloved home where I was raising my children. So I had to let that go and downsize. I ended up declaring bankruptcy. My whole financial house of cards collapsed. All of this while I was trying to support my mom and, you know, be there for her. But we really were both grieving the loss of our husbands at the same time. It was rough. (laughs) But, you know, eventually I got some support that I needed through therapy and the dust settled. And I realized however, that life wasn't the way I wanted it. I didn't want to just survive and get by. And so I started to question and ask myself, what do I want next? And my whole identity had really been challenged. I wasn't a wife anymore. I wasn't a stay-at-home mom anymore. My mom wasn't available to give me guidance. My dad was gone. So that's when I actually turned to coaching You know, therapy had helped me get from dysfunctional to functional, but I really wanted to go from functional to optimal. And after having my own coaches for a while, it just really inspired me to change my life and look at things differently. And I became inspired to help other people do the same. Mm, So finally getting to that place where you asked that question, who really, who am I and what do I want? Yeah. And it was a question I hadn't really ever asked myself. I was full of willingness to compromise and to put my stuff on the back burner and think, oh, I'll have what I want someday. Yeah. (laughs) And accepting so many identities. I mean, there was, it sounds to me like there was a lot of identity sorting in that process as well. Yes, definitely. Amazing. Yeah. Hard, hard journey there. But you've come to this place now where you are practicing this amazing modality called timeline therapy. And I want to learn more about that. Tell us all about it. How does that work? Yeah, I love timeline therapy. It really is such an amazing modality. And it really is a treatment process that helps to heal the unconscious mind. I mean, just like I went through some experiences, (laughs) you know, we all do, and we all accumulate negative emotion and negative thoughts um, just because of the life that we're living. And so the timeline therapy process really guides the client to access memories, specific memories that they've had based on their experiences and learn how to disconnect their negative feelings and negative thoughts associated with those memories. And then once they're able to really liberate themselves from these uh, accumulated emotion and these old beliefs, then 
then they can start to create new, more positive beliefs that are really going to propel them toward the life that they that they're craving, that they really want. Mm, so this is kind of like um, I've heard you talk about identifying those emotional and unconscious scars. Like, yes. what does that process look like? That what does that entail? Yeah. So it really starts off with um, a lot of questions. You know, I call it a detailed personal history, but it's not necessarily like every event that's ever happened in your life. (laughs) You know, really someone comes to me because they have, they have a problem and, and that problem is typically the presenting problem. So my presenting problem, you know, after the dust settled in my life was I didn't know what to do next. That really was my presenting problem. But then there's a layer under that, and that's called the greater problem. And the greater problem for me was I didn't trust myself. I'd never really had to trust myself. I was able to defer to my spouse and my parents and teachers and things like that. And so that takes the client deeper, but then there's one more layer under that, and that's called the root cause. And the root cause for me, based on these experiences that I'd had, were thoughts like, I'm a failure, I'm unlovable, I'm unworthy, plus a whole bunch of unresolved negative emotions. I felt shame, betrayal, hurt, sadness, anger. So these were my emotional and conscious and unconscious scars. Some were thoughts and some were accumulated negative emotion that had really never been resolved. I just pushed those suckers down. <laughs> I didn't want to deal oh, with them. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you feel bad ways away, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, uh, how revealing that is because if, you know, we just start with what we've identified as our challenge, um, what do I do next? There's so many different things you could explore to just like, hey, is this what I want to do next? Is this what I want to do next? And never really get to that root. Mm -hmm. And so never really solving that challenge for yourself. Whoa. Right? Mind-blowing. I know. That's the thing. It is a different process from therapy, which typically sticks at the conscious level. And so this is really healing those scars at the unconscious level. I mean, we don't walk around saying, oh, I have heightened negative emotion that I need to deal with, right? (laughs) And we don't walk around saying, oh, I'm so unworthy. I'm so, I'm such a failure. I mean, they might be fleeting, but they're not usually sentences we say out loud. Those are the ones that are really deep that, you know, uncovering and healing and resolving is really going to bring us a lot of relief in all areas of our lives. Because they don't just apply to that presenting problem. They apply to all areas. Those are our fundamental needs that weren't met at some point. Oh, good point. So finding those root causes can help relieve pressure in a lot of different areas that we're feeling friction or resistance or trying to find a way forward. Yeah, absolutely. That's a good way to put it. Oh, wow. Super deep healing. So um, you've generously shared a little bit about your journey. Tell us a little bit about the other types of of challenges that you've seen in your work that this methodology solves. Yeah. You know, I I really can't think of a situation where this can't help, but I'll give you some examples. I was recently working with uh, a gentleman 
I think he's 67. And he came to me because he was really angry. He had a lot of resentments about COVID and the pandemic. He was angry at the politicians. He was angry at the isolation. He was angry at the voters. You know, (laughs) everything was just making him mad. And I get that, but that was the presenting problem. It really was. And so after we worked together, I mean, I took him back to events really early in his life. One of them was at four years old. And we rewired the neurology in his brain, really. He was, his, some of his root causes were beliefs about himself, like, I'm dumb, I'm stuck, I'm not accepted. And, you know, one of those events at four was because his older brothers had stuck him in a box and not let him out. You know, and that early experience created so much fear and anger and rage that was actually contributing to what he was experiencing with COVID. Interesting, isn't it? Wow. And and that's not going to be top of mind. (laughs) No, no. Because, you know, his first comment to me was, because I said, when was the first time you experienced fear? He's like, oh, I don't think about that. That doesn't affect me at all. And then the more he kind of dived into it. Those old emotions really started coming up. He could feel them now, what, 63 years later. And when our work was done in that session, he's like, wow, that was really powerful. I had no idea that was affecting me. It's so cool. Huge. <laughs> I love this work. I'm telling you. Releasing fear. Oof, that can you know, ripple to so many different areas in your life. Wow. Absolutely. And then I had another client who was a doctor and she had her own practice. She worked alone, but she wasn't making the money that she should have been making because she couldn't get herself to finish her patient charts. And charts are where the money is. That's where you submit them to insurance and you get paid. But she felt um, she was alone. She was embarrassed that she was behind, which created shame for her. And she also had terror. She just was just terrified of getting audited and being found out that this was happening for her. And during our work together, I was able to learn that as a young girl, she had been molested. And Mm. all of the feelings and thoughts that came up then were the same things that she was dealing with now. Shame, alone, embarrassed, and terror different kind of terror. But I mean, she'd been carrying this around for over 50 years. And so once we were able to resolve that, she was able to start doing her charts again. Wow. Oh my word. Just sitting in mm, how deep some of our, uh, the reasons why we can't proceed and follow through on things and don't have energy for what we have to get done could be connected to. We just you know, aren't consciously aware of it. That's incredible. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, this really helps people with trauma. And the thing that I want to make people aware of is that we've all experienced trauma. You know, I I say there's big T trauma and little T trauma. And we tend to think that if we haven't had big T trauma, you know, abuse or being robbed or having a gun pointed at our heads that we've never had trauma. And that's not true. For me, I had trauma. My divorce was trauma. Losing my dad was trauma. 
at one point I was a foster mom and saying goodbye to two little girls that I'd fostered for six months was trauma. And so I want us to learn to give ourselves grace and to say, you know what? I went through some stuff and that hurt because it does affect how we're showing up now. Yeah. That grace is important just to allow our, allow ourselves to feel those feelings and, and let them teach us and, and show us what inside needs to be healed. Um, you have a, a take on personal breakthrough too. A lot of this is a this is big breakthrough work. I want to hear a little bit more about that too. Tell us about it. Well, the breakthrough process is sort of the umbrella over the timeline therapy. It's um, timeline therapy plus we do a few other things, and so the whole process is called the breakthrough process. After I take the clients through, you know, the questioning process and then through the timeline therapy process where we're releasing accumulated negative emotion and we're releasing all of these negative thoughts that we have about ourselves, then we get to look forward. You know, what is next? What do you want to accomplish? What goal do you have, say, six months from now? And I help the client get crystal clear about what it is that they want really in all modalities. It's not just their conscious mind where, you know, we all have things that we want to accomplish, but what does that feel like? What does that look like? Who are you with? Are there sounds around you? You know, what are the feelings and can you amplify those and turn them up? And this is what creates that integration between the conscious and the unconscious mind so that the unconscious mind knows what to go get. It's like, ooh, I like that. (laughs) And that's where inspired action will come in. We can't get our goals accomplished if we don't do things too. But the more that we can connect with that clear, clear goal and bring in all of the modalities, then the unconscious mind will inspire us to take the right action at the right time. Mm, I love that. And, And become the person who is being or doing those things. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Mm, I love this work. <laughs> Can oh, you tell? It's so good. It's so good. <laughs> so, what if we yeah. work through this process and like our negative thought patterns return? Did we do it wrong? Mm. Ah, <laughs> that's a really good question. Uh, absolutely not. And I'll tell you why. The thing about our thoughts and that our emotions is that they're going to present themselves to be resolved at the level that we can handle it. So what I like to say, I'll talk about negative emotions first, is like as we accumulate the stuff and we don't resolve it, it builds up, it stacks on itself. And so there's a whole, I like to call it like a, uh, you know, the game Jenga, the, the little blocks. It's like every time we experience a particular emotion, it's like one of those Jenga blocks that, and so you experience could be early in life at four or five or six. That's the first time. And then throughout life, you, you keep stacking it up. But just like a Jenga tower becomes unstable as it gets taller and taller, so do our accumulated emotions if we haven't dealt with them. So the timeline therapy process brings your Jenga tower back down to ground zero so that the next time you feel that emotion... It's just an appropriate amount. It's not the whole stacked up amount that has never been dealt with. And the same thing with our thoughts. I'm unworthy. I'm irresponsible. I'm a failure. 
you're going to bring that accumulated stack of thought back down to ground zero, but that doesn't mean they're never going to come up again. And so think about, you know, every time you have a goal, let's say you start at ground zero and you're reaching for a 10, right? Well, you get to that 10 and now all of a sudden you're at a new ground zero, right? You're reaching for the next 10. And so the thoughts might come back, but, you know, you can choose to go through and do more timeline therapy and it will bring more stuff up to be resolved that you couldn't have handled the first time. But even if you never come back again, I have both kinds of clients who do come back and one, some that are one and done, no matter what, like you have gotten relief. You are at a different level. You have reached your new 10. And then from there, it's up to you what to do next. I appreciate that perspective because um, in reflecting on my personal experience, there are some things that I cycle back to. Mm -hmm. But every time I cycle back to that thing, I'm in a different place and I'm looking at it from a different perspective. And maybe I I am in a position to go deeper on it than I was before. And so that's really insightful that, you know, give yourself a freaking break. You know, if you're coming back to the same issue, it's like there's more to healing it than that, than maybe one pass by, um, especially if it's been unresolved for a long time. That's really insightful. Yeah. I mean, we live long lives. We've had a lot of experiences and, and we're not always ready to, to heal everything all at once. We're just not. It's too much. Right. Right. Oh, I love that. So this is beautiful and we could go on and on and on, I'm sure. But uh, tell us a little bit about uh, what's coming up for you. What are you excited about? Yeah, I always have some kind of event coming up and those events are on um, my homepage. My website is jenniferhoopercoaching.com. And one thing I like to offer people who might just be getting to know me or understand what I do is I I love to have really mini coffee chats with people. So right on my homepage, if people want to set up a 15-minute meeting with me, happy to answer any questions that come up, see if my personality jives with theirs. You know, sometimes it does, but maybe it doesn't. And really make that personal connection. I really like to offer that to people. Awesome. Make sure that uh, it's a good fit all around. (laughs) Absolutely. For sure. So aside from your, your website, tell us a little bit about how we can keep in touch with you. Yeah, I'm in all the places and all the things. So on Instagram <laughs> as Jay Hooper Coaches. I'm on Facebook as Jennifer Hooper Coaching. I'm on LinkedIn. I do have a Twitter account, but I'm not very present there. So I wouldn't send people there. <laughs> very findable. You're very findable. <laughs> yeah. I'm findable for sure. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so much, Jennifer. Yes. Thanks for having me. This is such fun for me. Yeah, this is a great conversation. And there are so many different um, you know, ways that this modality can help people at different levels, wherever they are, um, to really, you know, hit their their 10. As you said, define your 10 and we'll and we'll take you there. Yes. Well, thank you again for being here. I really appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. So what do you think? Are you ready to live the life you deserve? Leave your thoughts, insights, and questions in the comments to join our conversation. And as you know, there's more gritty goodness to come. So grab a friend and bring them next time. Until then. 
Thanks for joining us today on Gritty Mystic. You can find me and show notes for this episode at grittymystic.com slash episodes. And thank you so much for following, rating, and reviewing our show. It helps us reach others like us and grow the Gritty Mystic community. Take care, friend. See you next time.